0: Hello listeners, we want you to join in the show. Call us and leave a message or send us a text on our amazing new phone line. That's right, mom let us have a phone number. Leave a voicemail and we may play your message on the show. Call and text us at 304-807-9098. This episode of The Final Forecast is sponsored by The Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. in Japan, Israel, Mexico, and Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is The Final Forecast.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Final Forecast, featuring me, one of your... Boo. Feature B, What are your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I have my lovely co-host, Ashley, with me. That's me. We have our producer, Dave. And we also have a special guest who decided to join us today.
2: Deshawn Butler.
3: Boo, 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 boo. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey Dave.
2: Join you guys. Hello, How Kevin. are you, buddy? Jones. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Besides that that introduction, I'm doing pretty <laughs> solid. I felt like you thought
0: you disappeared. Geez. Yeah, we didn't
2: know what happened. I did. Sometimes you need to just take a step back and clear your thoughts, so you can come back in a couple episodes and say something ridiculous. I feel you. Man. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Must yeah. be nice to do what you
1: want. Must be nice. Exactly. I so said they pay us the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but seriously, bro, how how's everything been going over there? How's everything been going? Into it? uh, it's
2: been going okay. It's been going okay. Um, won some games, uh, lost a couple, but I've uh, been playing pretty solid, enjoying my time with uh, my teammates here. And this, uh, you know, once again, I'm just taking it a day at a time, yeah, I'm having a good time, playing the game that I love. You
1: know? You're not going through any addictions, huh? Because people that go through addictions, nah. hey, they take it one step, one day at a time. I'm just making sure that everything <laughs> is okay with you. Did you hear the
2: the generic answer I gave yeah. everything's
1: going pretty good? <laughs> I yeah. did. A, you, oh, don't geez, <laughs> you don't give I'm up.
2: fine. You don't do I'm fine. No, but everything's been everything's been good though. You know, my family's good. Uh, I'm I'm healthy for the time being, as long as I know. Uh, <laughs> um, uh basketball's going well, so I can't complain, you know. Is it all low to no maintenance? Is is it close to playoff time there, or what's the? Not a chance. I wish it was, but <laughs> it's not. I got some months to uh till that happens. So okay. Right now I'm in, I'm just enjoying my February.
1: Oh, okay. I thought did I thought y'all ended kind of early there. I don't know. Maybe I was mistaken. Sorry.
2: False yeah, you mistake made, you mistake it for your league. <laughs> oh yeah, Or you crazy. get to be home very quickly.
1: Maybe it was me. My bad, everybody. And make. And make trillions of dollars. Oh, no. I wish I was you. <laughs> not say stuff like that. I don't want to be robbed. I'm not people all right now. He lives. <laughs> he lives. <laughs> Ash, what's going on? How's everything in Morgantown?
3: Uh, everything's good. though. The weather is finally back to winter weather. So. Uh, that's been a little disheartening to say the least because I feel like I've been getting sick the past couple of days. I've been fighting mm. it though. I have a strong immune system. I should be really fine. so Did you take a
2: test to figure yeah. out the strong <laughs> immune system, or is this just like you <laughs> knowing that you have it for by far? this?
3: This is me knowing me knowing mm, my body. No one okay? knows it better. And I don't. I I rarely get sick, man. Gotcha. So you know, I think I'll be. I'll think I'll be there just go. fine. You just got to tell yourself, positive mindset. I'm not sick. I feel great. And then it'll eventually well, go away. I know.
2: Powered a couple people mind. that didn't have that that luxury, I guess, their <laughs> mind was shut down. And <laughs> I got I sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick for like three weeks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Oh man! Girl. Slept on the wrong. What did you have? Uh, who knows? I slept on the wrong pillow. Woke up, pink eye, conjunctivitis, or whatever you want to call it. And then freaking. Then yeah. all of a sudden, like I was like, uh, just. It was it was a terrible three weeks, which is why I missed the show because, mm. oh, that is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's true. Not, that. that's not why Do I not missed the show, that but that's, that's true. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> I was sick. I was sick, but that's not why I missed the show. Oh <laughs> shit! <Bullshit. laughs> <I apologize. laughs> I mean, I've, I've been busy, Kev, Kev. Let's talk about Japan since we're here. Oh, no, sick. no, no, let's not. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's get more into your business. No, 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 no. How's everything over there in Japan? I know that it's, I, I don't want to come off as ignorant because I know the coronavirus isn't yeah. there, but like, how's yeah. the, uh, how's that, uh, in that side of the world? Like, it's, it's closer to you, obviously, than, yeah, than well there. Yeah, there has been some cases popping
1: up in Japan actually. I've been um I've been updated each day by my family about how like what's going on and how many people are affected over here. I'm like, dang, they know more than me about what's going on in the in the country wow. I live in right now. So it's a little uh it's not a big it's not a panic yet, but you know, there is more and more cases mm-hmm. popping up. So I'm just making sure I'm I'm being careful and the team is making sure everybody uh stays healthy and and whatnot and telling us what to do, but it hasn't gotten bad out here. I think it's been like one or two cases.
2: So how do you, how does it it spread necessarily?
3: It's airborne. Really? Yeah.
2: So like how to, like, I always wonder like when stuff like this, like when they talk about like pathogens and stuff like that, like are people getting sick? Like how could you Mm -hmm. prevent that on a basketball court? Like it's just like of all places. Like, uh.
3: That uh, would be almost impossible. It's like
2: you're in a gym and you're on the court and there's people in the crowd just like in a football Mm -hmm. or a soccer stadium or wherever. Like, it's just like, how?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it would be very difficult. All it takes is for a a person to cough and then it goes airborne and then somebody else breathes it in. And now granted, if there's like one person in the crowd, I don't think that your chances necessarily would be that high, especially with Kev being on the basketball court. But at the same time, they've, what they've been doing is they've been testing people and they've been, uh, you know, pushing them away from the population making sure that they're you know by themselves and keeping secluded so that this doesn't happen
1: dang i i know can can you still i mean because they disinfect us a lot because uh after the game they uh they have us like go around the crowd and like you know, uh, give everybody in the crowd a high 5 which is just kind of, you know, this germy in and itself. And mm-hmm. You can catch stuff from that. But like uh, they make sure we like use disinfectant on our hands and spray our hands with stuff before and after. But is that still does that not matter when it comes to this like virus or whatever this is? The coronavirus
3: um no i mean it'll still it'll still work i mean it, it just like anything else i mean it's a it's a bacteria you know of, of some sort so disinfecting definitely helps mm. um and keep in mind the, the people that are being affected by this the most that are dying are people with compromised immune systems the yeah. elderly you know people who already are sick mm-hmm. things like that honestly um you have you have way higher chances of getting influenza than you do coronavirus. More good news so with Ashley. It, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: But also, uh having you know, working in a in a health environment mm-hmm. at WVU, um there have been like 6,500 yeah. deaths yeah. of yes. flu in the U.S. alone this year from people not getting yeah. a vaccine that's already available to them. So it's a matter of like I, I've seen already uh crazy conspiracy people saying that on the back of Lysol or 409 it says kills coronavirus. They must have known it's coronavirus has always existed. It's there's a new strain of it exactly. that we don't know what to do with yet. That's
3: why they called it so coronavirus. Crazy. What is it? NCOV 2019.
1: I wonder where it stems from people yeah, will be it's like of the course. I I heard it stems from like China. Okay. Oh,
4: well these things yes. mutate every yeah. year. Yeah bro, so I wonder. These things mutate every year. So it's just like an opportunistic infection that just like mutates. That's why you can't nail so down it's been
2: happening for the beginning of time.
4: Yeah, like there are there are like 200 different mm-hmm. kinds of cold and like 200 different kinds of flu out there. So it's like that's why you can't nail down a vaccine for the cold or there's no common one flu vaccine because there's yeah, because yeah,
3: they never know what strain's yeah. going to hit.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So um... <laughs> exactly. So I was gonna say that you think people just take things and just run with them because before, like are we just are we done with it? Does Ebola not exist anymore? Cause I, before that was the craze and now it's this coronavirus. <laughs> it's like people just take something that's like you said, it's been here forever and now that it's just popping up, people are just going crazy over it and now is everything is coronavirus. And before, like I said, it was Ebola. So I feel like people just drag things so much. I mean, of course, it's, think, it's a it's a threat, of course, just like anything. But people, I think, drag it out a lot, too.
3: I think it's more so I think some news outlets are, in, are trying to keep people informed at the same time. There's a lot of people out there who yeah. are fear mongers mm. who want to terrify mm. everyone and decide to start running with these crazy stories. Yeah. So I think it's a little of both, honestly. Mm.
1: And I think uh, oh.
3: I mean, I think I'd rather be informed, honestly, um, and, and we should be feel thankful here in the U.S. because now there's um, if you're coming from China, you can only come into a certain amount of airports in the U.S. and they are testing people as soon as they get off the flight. And if they're infected, then you get separated and you got to go, you know, go through incubation for like 14 days or something before they'll even like they test your
4: temperature and like any symptoms you might have that are visible but like Mm -hmm. um sick Mm -hmm. like the flu there's like an incubation period (laughs) right you you realize you have a temperature without even knowing it i had the flu two weeks into my job at the hospital and my boss was like make sure you get a flu shot and i'm like okay so i had one scheduled for the day after i got it and uh the flu sucks have you guys ever had it yeah just holy shit just it's know. the worst thing i've ever had in my life it it i started mm. shivering for 12 hours just out of nowhere um and then like you Ooh. feel weak and just sore and exhausted and i think with the coronavirus they don't they they, they weren't prepared for it because it's a new strain and it overwhelmed mm-hmm. the uh the wuhan um emergency services so now all of this is about containment and I think they're building another hospital. They we were supposed to build another hospital in six days. Jesus they God. are. And when SARS broke out, they built one in mm-hmm. seven days. And it's just—it's crazy. Imagine yep. building something in seven yeah. days.
3: I know erecting a whole hospital that fast is insane. <laughs> erecting. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew somebody. I knew somebody was gonna. I wanted to say, but to I, I wanted to be that guy. I uh, knew somebody do, was gonna no say it. No thanks, Day. I'll take them I the book. I appreciate them. it. They can I build.
4: They could build a whole Ooh. hospital in six days, but we can't get Deshaun to commit one hour to a show in three months
1: <laughs> I know, right? What is going on with that's the world? They, they pay them but, the
4: big bucks to build hospitals.
1: Whatever is going on, though, no, it's is is definitely a uh some is crazy in China because they're canceling like a lot of the Chinese basketball league games and I think it might be for the rest mm. of the season. Well that's too. probably smart. So they don't even yeah, they don't even want anybody traveling back and forth in and out of China. So whatever's going on is it has to be, you know, contained in some way. And that's their, their way of trying to contain it. And I think every country
3: is starting to run regulation on that. Like the U S is telling people do not go to Wuhan. Don't go to China. Um, they're tracking people who have visited there to making sure that this doesn't, you know, spread around our country as well. The UK stopped all flights. Delta American have stopped flights over there. Um, it's it's insane. Like they're really trying to keep it contained at this point because the World Health Organization doesn't know what's going to happen if it goes worldwide. If it goes global, uh, there's no way to contain it at that yeah, point.
2: They could just cancel the
1: whole season for everybody. Yeah. That's scary to think about. Yeah, that's scary to think about.
3: But again, again, Crazy. it's right now for us. You know, I think we should be more concerned about the flu. You know, that kills what 15 million or something like that. It's killed 15 yeah. million people, uh, way more than this virus yeah. has. So
0: you're listening to the final forecast podcast easier to understand than kevin jones singing a russian language love song but way less sensual too
3: um man i hate to go from one down topic to another but uh yeah hey hey um but we have to talk Uh. about kobe i mean that it's yeah. insane. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the news and have heard what's going on. What are your thoughts?
1: Man, it's just you it's unexpected, first of all, obviously. Any any death's kinda I mean, it's unexpected, especially the way it happened with him. But I mean, I was just telling people all the time it's like you kinda look at Kobe as like a superhero kind yeah. of you know. You don't you don't ever think like like he would go out like that. If anything, it would maybe be old age, you know, something like that. But just the way that it, it went down was more shocking than anything. Especially, you know, he had his daughter with mm-hmm. him and uh, and a bu- and a bunch of other families with him too that that uh, that died unfortunately. So it was, it was just a horrible thing all around.
2: Jeez, yeah. uh, okay. I first heard it. I thought it was uh like a uh, you know those uh, things where people were like, yeah, someone died and they didn't die, and it was just like you know just a you know right. just to get some clicks or clickbait or whatever you want to call it but like once it uh once I saw it, it was kind of real just like it hurt because I just that's somebody I literally like uh I grew up watching I always wanted to be like Kobe Bryant I always mm-hmm. like I my, my I would watch him play against my favorite teams and just watch him just destroy my teams and I used to hate him but I used to love watching his, just watching him be him like just it was hard to uh To see somebody that you like look up to, to see somebody that you that you look up to getting ready to like go to the next, like the next thing in his life after basketball. And and for him to like not get to that point, you know, it was sad. Like I remember when I first saw it, I was just like, like, I wanted to hear his Hall of Fame speech and I wanted to to watch him coach his daughter and then to see what other films and what other point of views he would have on basketball players that are playing in the nba and the next guy he would mentor to help get better like a kyrie or like a uh like uh whoever like anybody in the nba you know he did those uh things on mm-hmm. the espn where he like just literally yeah. studied film and gave people pointers of what they could do or what they could see just like his knowledge of the game and what he brought to basketball as a whole just it it, it won't be matched like i don't see anybody matching it i don't see anybody that like, I don't know who, how, how, like, the mental part of everybody else's game in the NBA, but I don't see anybody that can, like, per- mentally prepare or care as much as he did about basketball. Like, I don't, I just don't know of another person like that. So right. It's uh, It's, like, disheartening for me because I'm just such a big basketball fan and I'm such a big Kobe Bryant fan. And everything right. that he stood for mm-hmm. as far as hard work and all that stuff is that stuff you want to, that's like universal. That's stuff you want your kids to learn and you want people around you to, uh, to live by as far as just like, you know, working hard and enjoying the process of work. And then whatever happens, happens is, you know, it's due to your work. It's something that you want everybody to do. So just like that mantra and him, you know, it sucks. Yeah. Let's see him go.
3: Yeah, I think it's especially disheartening because he was doing so much for women in basketball, um, which a lot of people don't do. And, uh, yeah, it shocked me, too. I honestly, I, too, thought it was a death hoax at first. Like, this can't be real. Kobe can't be gone. Like, especially the way that it happened. I mean, I think it was so surprising. Um, And also seeing the effect all over. I mean, every person that they showed in the media just losing it sports announcers get the news live on air and just start crying while they're calling a basketball game i mean it was just so disheartening at the same time um we kind of touched on it earlier about irresponsible journalism and you know reporting things that may not be true i don't know if you guys saw it but there was a i can't remember what network it was but this guy falsely reported that his entire family was with him
1: oh man see man that's the you can't do stuff like that
2: man right like, that's just not like that's not cool yeah, it's like speculating and it's just like too much like people were doing that people were saying uh that scott like who else was he's like uh what is his name uh, not Derek fisher but uh rick fox was what i mean you're just naming it and, and people had to come out and, and people had to come out and be like well we're, i just talked to rick fox rick fox is fine blah blah, blah. Or just saying uh-huh. other people that were there that weren't and it's just like when a, a situation like that happens, like I get people have jobs and people have things they have to do, but like it does absolutely nothing for anybody except angers people or, you know, yeah. creates false worry.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Unless you get the actual story of what happened. Like I don't, that's why I first, when I first saw it, I thought TMZ, I was just like, what are you doing? Like you guys have enough attention as it is. And then I saw it, I was like, oh, this is real. And then mm-hmm. to see all the other false stories attached to what little bit that we were told, is just like, I just wasn't a fan yeah. of it. I think it's a terrible taste.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's crazy because like everybody wants to be the first. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, I mean, I know I learned it in journalism school when they're older than me, so they had to have learned it in journalism school. You know, you make sure your facts are right, exactly. straight up. Because mm-hmm. all it takes is for one person to report that. And then guess what? People are calling Kobe's family, his wife, and being like, Oh my God, I heard that all four of your daughters were with him. Like, how are you? And she's like, Wait a minute. O- what are you talking about? Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. And God forbid, God forbid Vanessa didn't even no, know
2: until media had yeah, it from it. Twitter. And I heard That's
1: she oh heard God. it from That's Twitter. Like, or or That's was it Twitter or to from, from somewhere, but she didn't like yeah, like she that's wasn't terrible, the first bro. to know or anything, and that's a horrible way to find. You know what I mean? Like, like, to find yeah. out that one that your loved one died, your husband and your daughter. Like that's a horrible way.
2: Yeah, through a like it's sick. that's no disrespect to any of those like media, those media thing, like the outlets and so on and so forth. But it's just like, like at least let the let the police and let everybody do their jobs and then inform the family. They shouldn't be informed through gossip websites and shit like that like that family should never be in. Exactly. like that's so corny like i think yeah. that's like it's distasteful. just shows that yo we don't give a fuck about kobe bryant or his family we're gonna break the story exactly and we're gonna fucking sit here and post other people crying about kobe bryant's passing and his death and his, and his daughter's death we're gonna post it on our website to just let you guys know how much we really really care but it's bullshit because like it's it's that's someone's family like you care about it. yeah exactly like you don't care about his family. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have you would have let the people do the proper job. Everybody, not just yeah. like it's not just like TMZ. It's just like everybody, all the people. Like when stuff like this happens, like no one should find out about their family member dying. Social media, mm-hmm. like it's like that's a terrible thing mm-hmm. to have. Yeah,
1: and yeah. I I I think the the. I mean if you can say there's a bright spot from this is the all the tributes that you've seen from everybody taking a 24 second violations because he wore number 24 and taking eight second backcourt violations because he wore number eight of course too and all the tributes Mm -hmm. and all the videos because he like day said I mean he not only I mean day and you Ash like he not only affected people on the court but off the court as well because he was moving into different arenas with his short stories and children children's books and Mm -hmm. everything like that he was moving into a whole nother area of his life so he wasn't just a affecting people affecting players he was affecting regular people and just to just to see how much they all appreciated him man that that was great to see and it's sad that not like people didn't appreciate him while he was here but it's sad to see him being gone that you know this is all you know all the appreciation is showing now but I mean definitely a legend and one of the greatest players of all time
2: one of the best players that I've seen ever play like since I was born and watch basketball, like personally watched him play like one of the best by far. Like <laughs>
0: If you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles and with a wide selection of WV merch, check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com or in-store on the downtown and Evansdale campuses in Morgantown. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4.
3: Yeah, today's Crown Day. Really? Yeah.
1: What does that mean? Where did it, like what what? Okay, what does
3: Punxsutawney Phil up there? at Gobbler's Knob? Yes, it's called <laughs>
1: Gobbler's Knob. Wow. All right,
2: well, <laughs> I already said the last one, so I can't say this one. And,
1: and, the, and the name, already, <laughs> and the name of the day goes. to... I, mean, I
2: already made the, ere- already made the erection joke. I can't talk about Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> I can't.
1: I can't go too. That yeah, sounds though. like the name of a of a of a weird porno. Yes, man. it does. <laughs> but anyway.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm staying out of that. I I can't. I'm sorry. I
1: I actually agree. So that's fine. Yeah. Somebody agree with me. It
3: looks like uh, (laughs) spring is around the corner. They're calling for an early spring, according to Punxsutawney Phil. Do not ask why they rely on a freaking groundhog to predict the weather. But uh, he's probably more accurate than most meteorologists at this point. Um, But yeah, Groundhog Day Mm -hmm. every year, February 2nd. They take Punxsutawney Phil out of his little whatever cave he goes out. If he sees his shadow and he goes back in his cave, it means it's going to be six more weeks of winter. If he comes out, he doesn't see his shadow. That means there's going to be an early spring.
1: Okay. Question. Why do we start, uh, depending on a groundhog to tell us the weather? When do we, when do we start? I can't remember.
3: I think it was, uh, I have to look it up here in a second, but it, this actually goes back to ancient times. Well, not ancient, but like back in the day, Instead of using groundhogs, people would put a candle in their window, and if it had a shadow, again, the prediction was that it was going to be uh, six more weeks of winter. If the candle didn't have a shadow, then you know, again, same concept. But I don't know why they started using a groundhog.
1: So, I always want to yeah. know. that. it's like, oh, let's follow this groundhog. Let's. Uh, <laughs> he know He looks like exactly, he knows. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> I always wanted to know the
2: origin of all the the things that we have. It's like, where does shit come from? Like, it's, it's a Fat hamster is the one that's giving us the answers we need. <laughs> Huge it's little it's little chubby animal is the one that tells us what we need to worry about. We, we believe we should
3: have our final our final forecast ferret and oh. we'll start doing it every year Let's too. Let's do something
2: else other than a ferret. A ferret oh, seems
3: nice. very
4: I like that. aggressive. Like I don't Is this a comeback for Squirrely? <laughs> no. I don't yes. like squirrels, personally. Oh, personally, twirly. I don't like squirrels. They're dangerous.
3: Oh, you don't like KJ's squirrel? He wears Gucci loafers, dude. I, He's like
2: I'm really not a fan. I'm really not a. I'm really not a fan of small, agile animals. Anyway, personally, so like cats, squirrels, oh, really? things like that. Like, it's not my stees. <laughs> like, it's not my thing. I,
1: I <laughs> why? Have you had, what? What experience have you? It I, seems like I've you had, had a bad numerous experience bad experiences think- with
2: small, agile animals. It's just not my thing. I just don't. I don't oh, vibe man. well with them. At all right. all. That's so why I love dogs. Dogs are great, though. Dogs are great.
3: I don't like small, agile like creatures. cats. <laughs> nimble,
0: pretty, yeah, nimble yeah, on their feet,
2: kind of <laughs> animal. I don't like those things. They're not. I don't like it. Oh God, that's. funny. I don't funny. like it.
3: If, if DeShawn can't keep up with you, there's I don't a problem. Like it. You gotta I go. Don't like it. You gotta go. Oh. Okay, so funny. the first, real quick, the first Groundhog Day apparently was celebrated 1887. Jesus. So yeah that's when it started. Okay.
4: Also, Phil's only right 40% right. of the time, so yeah. he's really underperforming here. And he's still <laughs> better than our meteorologist? Oh, <laughs> I, I want a yeah. groundhog with integrity to know when to step down.
1: Yeah, if I'm going to follow a groundhog, I'm going to follow the one that's 100%.
4: Well, they're talking about replacing
3: Phil. Yeah. At least PETA wants to replace Phil with an animatronic groundhog. Oh my groundhog. god. They...
2: <laughs> Yeah, there's that God. You can't even use <laughs> real animals A anymore You need fake animals to do all these stunts Alright Dude, you know what's
3: wild? I don't even know why they care Tony Phil gets treated better like, than insane, I do, dude like,
2: Sooner or later, like, we're not going to be able to We're not going to be able to have pets Probably all of us Peter's going to be there, like, listen <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, That dog's not supposed to be in dog food It mm-hmm. should be out in the wild With the lions <laughs> and tigers It shouldn't right. even be with you
3: How dare you put that dog on a leash? That dog should be running free.
4: You laugh now, but this is how the robots rise up. It's not Terminator style robots. (laughs) It's animatronic weather predicting (laughs) animals.
1: (laughs) Robots. Is that how the revolution starts?
2: Oh my God!
4: I like it's Deshawn's nightmare. These just sprightly little (laughs) It's like
2: (laughs) like really scary stuff. You guys are joking around. This is
4: like real shit here. (laughs) Laugh if you
2: want.
0: Destroy all.
4: Destroy all humans. (laughs) Collect nuts. You're laughing, but go ahead. Enjoy.
3: I could. I can just see you now, Deshawn, sitting in your house, just rocking back and forth, eyes real wide, going, "Oh my God, they're coming!" Shotgun in his hand. They're coming. Yes. I, I tried to tell you motherfuckers don't i'll, trust
2: be, I'll be i'll creatures. be somewhere <laughs> safe i'll be somewhere safe Stand by the window nah.
1: standing by the window no a shotgun. i'll be somewhere like. safe <laughs> oh man
3: that's too funny so, oh my god that's too funny oh
1: what's man.
4: the weather lo- where you guys are like uh kevin day
1: Ah, uh, so this brisk temperatures out here So, uh, oh nice weather where wear are a coat uh, no snow, a little bit of rain every uh, now and then, but mm. nothing too crazy. It's about like, it's about 55,
4: 60. Mm. We're uh, in that stupid time, Ash, where it gets warm at night. I love oh, it. I know. I love it. And then it's cold in the day. It's the worst part of winter. Well, then get back here and enjoy it and we'll take your 55.
2: I have a job that I have to finish. <laughs> Otherwise I would.
3: Yeah. So, anyways, let's not worry about a groundhog. Uh, you guys been watching the Mountaineers play?
2: Yes, actually. Thoughts? Um, uh, let's see. Watching them, uh, for my last time talking about them, what I was, what I remember mm-hmm. myself saying was like, you know, I, I in a year I can see them being like really, really good. Like watching them now, like from what I pictured what they would be like in a year, they're like there right now. Like the guys are very mature as far as like mm-hmm. just the way they they handle games certain things in the games just the way they uh they defend and the way they play together they they play very mature for a lot of the younger guys' age to, they're doing phenomenal they're being led really well by the uh the upperclassmen they seem to take the coach very like coach's system very easy like they they uh play very mature for their age so like just to see mm-hmm. where they are at that point, I'm like very excited for the rest of the season. You know, they've been playing very, very well. And the two big guys are just That's like, nice. they're, they're oxes. There's like nothing you could do about it. Like, they're, it's they're like, <laughs> seriously, like, it's very difficult to, like, I couldn't imagine, like, if I played, cause I played, like, I played some four, too. Like, I, it's no way in hell I'm keeping DC or, or Oscar off the damn the, the rebounds. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. Kevin would have to do it. Uh, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. He would try. I don't know. Uh, Kev would have to do that job. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Kev, what do you think?
1: um I'm very impressed. Uh... Each game, they impress me more and more, and it seems like as the season keeps going along, especially with the Big 12, because Big 12 is no cakewalk as usual.
3: Um,
1: so with the schedule they've had, I think they have, like, what, top five schedule in the country or something like that. To, so to be 17 and four, like what they said, as young as a team as it is and with all the newcomers that they have, man, I'm I'm really impressed by the team. And um, it seems like everybody so – Is top five? I, I think so. Top like the five strength of schedule, yeah. I, w- I want to say something like that. That if motherfucker I'm least, schedule,
2: He can set up a schedule, oh, boy. I swear. Oh yeah, it's the, <laughs> uh, year, year
1: in and hugs, year out. Boy. Year in and year out. He it's can set always, up a schedule, bro. Yeah, facts. So no, no slouches. No, ever. at at all. I mean, but that's how you build your resume for the NCAA tournament. You can't play against exactly. slouches. As, that's right. Especially when I mean, well, being in the Big Twelve, you could build it that way. But out, but you're. Strength of schedule outside of your conference too matters a lot. So, like I said, exactly. with that, with that, I think everybody's bought into the system. Everybody's playing for each other, like I've been saying, and uh, like Day said, the the two two front court players, Oscar and and uh, Oscar and DC. Man, I mean, when you when you're two starting big men, average both average nine rebounds a game. Yeah, you're doing what? you're right. doing something. So, uh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. What, what about you, Ash?
3: I, I'm definitely impressed. By the way, West Virginia is number sixth in strength of schedule. Okay, six, um, six. However, yep. in the top ten, four of those teams are Big Twelve teams. Mm. So, which, which just gives us that much more clout, you know what I mean? Because yeah. our entire conference has a great schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I mean, there's so many teams that are good in our conference too, which makes me nervous at the same time. Cause you know, we play each other every year. So it's, you know, it makes it a little bit tougher, but mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I don't even know how to say it when we came in this season I definitely saw something and I was like, all right, all right. But I think I was more on day's thought process. Like, okay, let's get through this year, get the nerves out, get the mistakes out. Next year will be our year. Mm -hmm. I'm with him. I honestly, I think if there's a team since you guys played that could go to the final four, I think this could be it. Um, (laughs) I don't want to get ahead of myself. But
2: yeah, that's pretty
1: far, but yeah, I was gonna say it's still, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not early, early, but it's still, you know, like, <laughs> but, but but I can what see I, what you're saying though,
4: it yeah. would be a great tie in to our 10 years later uh anniversary podcast series. Nah, i would be dope. It I hope would, they wouldn't. do
2: though. This, so don't get that confused. We definitely hope they do go to the yeah, final four, exactly, of course, of course. But yeah. to like piggyback Ashley's like, pro- like her, her words, I actually believe like this core of guys are gonna mm-hmm. are a good group of guys that could get to a final four run if possible like the core group of guys we have like uh the younger guys we have the dudes that are sophomores and juniors like this core of seven or eight yeah. guys like freshmen sophomores and juniors like seven or eight guys maybe more mm-hmm. i think like you know they have that same thing i saw in uh in javon and daxter and those guys like that that group of that group of guys when they were like sophomores and juniors i was like yo, this, these, this, the way they pressed and the way they did things, because this team doesn't do those mm-hmm. th- those things that that team did, but the way, like, right. Baxter and, and JC and, and uh, Elijah and those guys played and Swat and all those guys, like, they played a certain style of basketball with the press, and I could see the way they gelled and how they followed Coach Huggins and how they did everything he asked them to do and how hard they played. That I was like, ah, oh, this guys can make a really, really big run. And what, they, what was that, two C-16s, right. like, They had opportunities Mm -hmm. to, like, go further. I mean, bad draw. You run into a really, really good Kentucky team. And then uh, I'm not sure about the other year, but.
1: They lost to Gonzaga Gonzaga, yeah,
2: Sweet 16, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, once again, another really, really good program. You know, um, I kind of see that for this team. You know, they have their own unique style of play where it's like a little grit and grind to them. They got two big dudes that rebound and fight and they score points in the paint. They got a, a good amount of jump shooters on the perimeter. They got a, a, a good amount of guys that could play in mid range, you know, the lost art of mid range. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, <laughs> the lost art. You know, they, have, they have some guys <laughs> that can play in the mid range and get to the basket as well. Also space the floor. I mean, they got a, a lot of everything on the team. So I just like their, uh, well-roundedness as a team. Um, and yeah. they're still young so like if your team is doing doing exactly. these things now and they're young future reference like if it's not this year they got a really good chance i think this year and next year to you know make a deep run in the tournament that's how i f- what
4: exactly. is it that causes like we see these hype videos through practice of like them like banking threes and stuff like that what's the big difference like obviously they're playing a game and there's not that setup time and relaxation is there like a a switch in the brain when they're when they're playing on the court that like I don't know if it's like the shakes or something, but like when you see players that are really competent and they just go on a bad run of decisions and like we 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 lobbed the ball a few times instead of passing it and then it got intercepted. I sound like a real <laughs> sports guy now. Uh, I know. I
3: don't think it's called an interception like, in basketball you sound like a real turnover. What is is it
4: turnover, 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 turnover? <laughs>
3: Turn
4: for a touchdown afterwards, too, right? You you, they ran for a you touchdown. You were so after.
1: proud of yourself too, though. That's the funny thing. You were I, so was, proud you were I was.
4: I
3: was. <laughs> that basketball was intercepted. So
4: Almost when did. we get a touchdown in the sports ball, <laughs> um, but like, w- what causes us to make those like stupid decisions? Is it just like in the moment, like? Intimidation? I mean, what is it? I
1: mean, you're never gonna go through a, a game, a whole game, without making bad decisions yeah, or poor choices also. sometimes. I mean, that's what we all strive to to do. But I mean, in the in the heat of a game, you see some things sometimes that that aren't there, or from the outside looking in, it's some it's easier. Not saying that you do it, but it's easier for somebody to say, Oh, he shouldn't have passed it there. Well, yeah, but during the game you probably see something different and everything is going hundred miles per hour. So it takes like the really special players to slow, kind of slow the time down and, you know, kind of not make those those mistakes, but you're, you're always, it's never going to be a mistake-free game from anybody. Most definitely.
2: Ever. I mean. It's always going to mm-hmm. be something that Yeah. Just going off of what Kevin said, it's, it's a lot going on in the game. There's also a lot going on uh, around the game as far as just like the individuals you may be talking about. There's a lot of young guys who might not have experience in certain areas. There's a lot of guys that are still gelling, they're still understanding what guys are doing on their team. You know, that's why they practice so much. Cause if you just put them mm-hmm. on the floor, there'd be a lot more turnovers and a lot more things. So
4: I think they're called interceptions day.
2: No, nah, I think you're, I think you're mistaken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We'll talk about it later. But uh literally um, like if they weren't practicing, they'd have more. So like these, the bunch of practices and all that stuff and just working on offense and working on gelling with your teammates and figuring out what they're going to do and, figuring out what they should do and what you should do in these moments are like all very valuable, like for, for these guys growth. So they can get to the point where they don't make as many mistakes, small mistakes, like, you know, throwing bad law passes that get intercepted.
4: Exactly.
2: um, Yeah. (laughs) See Um, that
4: go, this question goes out to all the armchair (laughs) Twitter people that like see it from a perfect angle on TV where they're objectively not in the moment. And then yeah. are, are swearing at these kids. And I'm just like, man, I, I yeah, could come, not imagine I actually in playing family. in front of 14,000 people in the moment and just being right 100% of the time. Well, I'm sure they're
2: not even worried about the and people. always like... Imagine doing something when someone's in front of you trying to make sure you don't do it. (laughs) It's like it's not not, (laughs) yeah, like like, their whole goal goal is to
1: stop you from not doing what you want at a time.
2: Period. It's like yo, he can't have fun, he can't make good passes, (laughs) we can't let him chew. We're here to make sure he has a terrible night. So, of course, like someone on the couch is sitting there, like, Why the hell couldn't he pass it to Oscar? Like it's like, bro. Like someone's fucking hands there, bro. <laughs> like you can't make the pass. <laughs> someone's hands in face. Like- what bugs me?
1: What bugs me is that it's always the people that's like, well, not always, but most of the time it's the people that never play yeah. sports a day in their life. And those are yes. the people that are the most critical. Those are the people who run the Twitter and say the most things about because because people who play basketball and know the sport know. Like what's going on inside the game so they don't run to Twitter and make stupid comments about what's... Are you calling me out? Better. It's, Possible. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... I mean, if the shoe fits, Dave. If the interception fits.
4: Let's turn over to a different <laughs> subject.
1: Oh, that was a nice one.
3: Oh, uh, ooh, nice segue.
0: You're listening to the Final Forecast Podcast. Subscribe now for free.
1: Oh wait, can we talk can we talk about uh hugs? Yeah, yeah. Oh hugs, yeah. Uh mm-hmm. he earned his eight hundred and seventy seventh career win, which moves him past uh Kentucky former Kentucky coach Adolph Rope in the seventh place Yeah, all no. time in division one, man. Nice. The fact that this man is in a hall of fame already no my gosh, me.
2: It's awesome. I guess I- I thought you said it, he's it. in it. I was like, yeah, that's awesome if he's in it already. It's like there's no way in hell he's no, in it. He, <laughs> oh no,
0: like, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, no, he's not in it yet.
1: The fact that he's not in you it, definitely kidding me. Like, yeah.
2: We're talking about this dude's like in next season, he's gonna pass two more people. <laughs> like he's gonna be like mm-hmm. number four at all time coaching. Mm-hmm. Like he should definitely be in the hall of fame. He's like super overlooked. Why? I mean, it shouldn't be anything, it shouldn't have anything to do with basketball because obviously he's proven that. He can win as many games as these guys that are in the Hall of Fame he's that he's passing. <laughs> it's like it's unreal. Yeah, do you do you think he's underappreciated? Mm-hmm. Very much so. I mean, not by not by his uh, his peers, not even close. Like yeah, his peers, his yeah, peers yeah. don't take him for a joke. They wouldn't take any of his teams for a joke. But uh, no. I mean, obviously, the people that are are keeping the gate are are, are very. Yeah. Um, they're very weary of letting him uh, cross through uh, to the Hall of Fame for whatever reason. I mean, everybody has their personal gripes. And I know it mean it would mean the world to for him personally if he were to go into the Hall of Fame for, you know, his craft. At the same time, like this is a guy that has like over thousands of basketball players he's that's played for him and mm-hmm. there's more guys And that those thousands that love him dearly and always champion his name and always, like, know he's really a Hall of Fame coach regardless of whatever Mm -hmm. may come to him. Like, so I hope he gets it. But, like, he's the best coach to ever coach to me as far Mm -hmm. as college. Like, it's not even close.
1: I think so, too. And especially, I mean, not saying that he didn't have talented players, but I mean, a lot of the times he was taking guys that, you know, were maybe three, four star players and building them up to, you know, uh, actually realize their talent. Exactly. And that's that's more impressive to me than anything Than you can you can just go out and get which he had McDonald's All-Americans, high rated guys coming in to play for him. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that you can build somebody up in four years to their full potential and then make them a pro. Instead of, you know, you can go and get a – no no shade to any other coaches, but you can go and get a McDonald's mm-hmm. All-American and, and win 30 games each year. Yeah, that's easy to do. But when you do that with somebody who, generally speaking, people didn't think was good enough or didn't have that talent and you build them up to to be able to play in the NBA, that's more impressive to me than Very anything. Very much so. Like, I mean,
2: <laughs> who couldn't take 10 McDonald's mm-hmm. All-Americans to a Sweet 16? <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like come on, like, me worst right. coaches that year. Like, it's like exactly got, like, ten McDonald's All-Americans for like. It
3: this could be his year. Sorry, I just want to let you know this could be his year. He was, he was announced as a candidate.
2: I mean, it could be for his the year. class I of twenty twenty. Really I hope he gets it. Me too. It deserves it. I really or, more than definitely deserves it. Yep.
1: Now do you do you think that maybe because of his I would say maybe temperament on the court or the way it comes off to people as, you know, yelling and screaming, disciplinarian kind of guy that he he's been overlooked in a sort of way or he had or he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, do you think that has anything to do with anything?
4: I would say from someone that knows their sports <laughs> yeah. majorly uh, that the fact he's not in it, the fact that he's not in it and should be in it and keeps getting denied it keeps yearly interest in him being in it. Right. That's mm-hmm. true.
3: Yeah. But that's coming from a guy like, that knows think...
4: sports entirely. Um so yeah, let's talk exactly. about that. <laughs> I mean it's I mean it was it was me me and Kev talking about Kobe last week and I'm just like uh yeah. sure. <laughs> Great guy.
2: <laughs> Great guy.
1: Yeah. He did, he the, did the sport thing.
4: <laughs> No. He Kobe. didn't get any interceptions.
1: <laughs> Kobe never got an interception one time. once when never. I seen him play. Never. Not one Not even once. Exactly.
4: That is a record yeah. to behold. Which I, I honestly true, think, buddy.
2: Kev, like to your point, the, all that stuff is like, these are all small things and it's like a bunch of small things for whatever reason that are keeping him out. Like the national championship thing, oh, which is, I mean, it is what it is. Like I'm trying to think like what, I look at the list, all yeah. those guys in that list do have a national championship, I think.
3: Uh, like, oh, I know, you know what I'm far saying? Far no, 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 no,
2: no. We're he's, he's I'm not, I'm with, force, it. I'm with you, it. you know I mean? I'm with you, I'm with you. It's like, you know, yeah. so like just mm-hmm. looking at this yeah. list of guys, like guys that are around them, they've all got a national championship. So that's like a little notch that they can hold him back with. You can talk about demeanor. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. All this other stuff that happened in the past and everything like that, on and off the court, whatever. It, these are all mm-hmm. little things that they can use to hold him back. But what you can't hold back is, the, the damn wins <laughs> like, and he's going to keep winning exactly. and he's going to keep winning. He's a great coach. The players like they, they live by what he says. They, they love him. They have like, I don't know many players that don't personally like have a great relationship with him still. Like it, I can't see them holding him out for that long. Like he has what he needs 20. What is it? 23 or 25 more wins to, to pass fucking to pass. What? Dean Smith and Bob Knight, like he's like Uh, he'll he's gonna be there. (laughs) Yeah, within
4: yeah,
2: he's gonna be there eventually. That's not the question. He's
1: gonna be in the Hall of Fame eventually. But the fact that he's not there right now, he'll be top four
2: all time by the end of next year. Twenty five game winning season this year, hopefully, and then next season, fifty game. He's there. Like he's there's no reason why a nine hundred win coach can't get into the Hall of Fame. That just seems like you think they're waiting for that. I don't know what they're waiting for, but I feel like if it doesn't happen before then, then that's more or less like uh that's a big problem. That's a problem that they could there should be a committee for that. <laughs> where we should address a problem like yeah. that because no one with 900 wins should not get into the Hall of Fame or should not be in the Hall of Fame already. There are people have been in the Hall of Fame before even getting like 800 wins. Like why or 900 wins, excuse me. Why why can't he Yeah.
3: Yeah, what oh, I want to know what
2: yeah, what are the like requirements? That, it's insane. Like
3: Because man, they said man, this man. year he's finally eligible. Well, what makes you freaking I, eligible?
1: I, I don't know, man. I feel like they pushed the they pushed the bar they pushed the par, bar like separately yeah, we, for we different as well. people. We so well, feel, I feel the same like way. a lot of I feel like not only and not only in basketball, not only for Coach Huggins' sake, but I just feel like for people in general. I, I guess I would say people with more of a I don't know. It it just comes off like certain people are allowed, uh, certain people are allowed yeah. leeway more than others, and that just kind of bugs me. Everybody should be graded on the same scale exactly. when it comes. But to they being won't the like.
2: I, I, this is I no say, slight no, to any. Like this way. is no slight to like Coach K. This is no slight to like any other coaches. But, like, for example, imagine if Coach Huggins, like, walked across the court and started yelling at our students what people would mm-hmm. say. <laughs> like, because like, they already take him as a person that yells. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and his demeanor is so demonstrative yeah. and the way he talks to people. Like, all that crap. If he had went across the court and yelled at our students mm-hmm. because they were being – like, people would – certain, oh, certain yeah, news, like – News places will run with that, like, and make it a bad thing. But because Coach K did it, like, it's like, oh well, they wanted to figure out exactly what he said or what he did just to make sure it was cool, it was fine for him to do it. Like, oh, he mm-hmm. said it was one of us, so it's all right. It's like, what? Like, if anyone else did it, if like Bob Knight walked across yeah. the court and said, yell at the students, like, maybe the people at Texas Tech would have been like, oh, that's no problem. Like, the students are getting out of line, but people would have been like, there's Bob Knight back to his antics again. Like, and that's corny. I think that's corny. Like. That's, like mm-hmm. everybody yeah. should be held to yeah. the, the same yeah. thing. Like everybody should be held to that same standard. So no one should get a pass. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Coach yeah. K. I love you. Agreed. Just in case a job ever can. Yeah. Please. Yeah. This has yeah, nothing no to sh- do with this. No
1: shade to nobody else. No no shade to nobody else. Exactly. Coach. You're just
2: making and a clean job for our as well. Future reference. Yeah.
0: That's it. <laughs> 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 Never. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> How the hell is it February already? I just got used to writing 2018 on my checks.
1: Hey, hey, but Dave, you were telling me. uh, Speaking of college basketball, you were telling me about somebody who uh, decided to take a take a little uh, chew. Yo, uh, what's going on with these kids, (laughs) bro? Another player? Yeah. What's what's up with
2: that? I don't know. It's just like insane. (laughs) But uh, between like the Kansas thing and then the kid from. from Houston. So there was this kid on the Houston basketball team who there was a loose ball. His name was the Giro. And it's a loose ball and he's diving for the ball and he bit a kid on the leg. Now if you see the angle on it, when he bites this kid on like on the calf leg part, like the kid's not even faced like his he bit him on the uh-huh. calf, so the kid was facing in an entire different direction. Like he lunged up and bit him. On a loose ball and mm-hmm. like, gonna die for a basketball. Like, I've never seen anything <laughs> like that in my life. Like, I've, I've never sorry. seen anyone bite someone Yo, before on a what? basketball court. Like, it was very, 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 very different. Uh-huh. Like, it's different. I've never seen it. Dang, Dang, imagine yeah. being bit on a court.
1: Imagine <laughs> imagine our film session, though. If somebody on our team ever did that, imagine the film session the next day.
2: <laughs> Like, you kidding me? Like, Hunts would have killed Like, so you just can't hustle on the floor like everyone else. You have to bite
4: someone. He he benched the entire starting five yesterday. <laughs> I mean, that's happened before. Within like a minute or two of play. I mean, I've seen guys get sat down because they weren't playing hard and then
2: the next group of guys go in and Oof. play hard and give the crowd a big boost yeah. and it gives them a big boost and everybody's then, then the coach will look at you like that's how you're supposed to play. You like,
4: don't. You how, how do you come, come back, back from biting someone? Like you? I don't know. Yeah.
2: First of all, someone has to get a tennis like, <laughs> <bite somebody? laughs> shot. That Why would you want to bite somebody
1: that's playing sweaty?
2: They're Why would you want to bite I don't want to put my exactly. Wow. I don't put my mouth next to it. what?
4: My mouth next to someone's cat? Like that's like,
2: nasty. What?
3: <laughs> what?
4: That's Kevin's go-to move. Stop
3: telling what? my business, Dave. Yeah, that's so gnarly. Jeez. i think this i think this person has some serious internal anger clearly i mean what else what else would cause that
4: maybe the meal plan option wasn't great (laughs) that day. they gotta start paying (laughs) these kids man they gotta start paying them you gotta pay these
2: kids they're hungry (laughs) literally that might be the first zombie sighting (laughs) on a basketball court basically it's like
0: Take me home through those country roads, mountain mama. This
1: has been another episode of the Final Forecast with me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones, and my lovely co-host, Ashley. That's me. And my other lovely co-host, but not so lovely because he just
2: decided to come back, Deshaun Butler. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me, guys. I appreciate it.
1: No problem.
2: (laughs) Maybe I'll show up next time.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll see. We'll see, see. What happens. There's no
4: guarantees, um, and <laughs> make sure you uh, subscribe because there might be some interesting summer news coming in the next episode or two. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
2: Mm-hmm. Cool
3: Alright, make sure you subscribe anywhere you can Podcasts available Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff And don't forget to follow us on social media At Final Forecast
2: Yeah, and don't forget to follow me At Sean Butler on Instagram Everywhere, don't forget to follow Kevin Jones Don't forget to follow Ashley no, don't, Radio don't, don't, follow. don't forget to follow Dave <laughs> He's the guy with the weird beard on the, his Instagram too so guys have a good day We love you